Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> I, I'm Chelsea. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah, that's Charles. <laughs> yes. What's with this voice you've been doing every week on the show? It's, is it really every week? Yes, just this, is like, the, it for this you is like the third week you've done it. It's like this weird, like upper middle class lady from like a disney film <laughs> well that's what i aspire to be yes <laughs> yes not Welcome even not even not now. even like a real upper middle class lady because then you'd be like calling the police on burger king or something <laughs> but like... that was hilarious i listened to that and i was just like i get it <laughs> You're right. I do look topless in this. I'm wearing a shirt that is not the color of my skin, yeah, it, but on the computer. It, it matches her skin tone on the computer. And she has. And my the, hair is so long that it's just covering my boobs. It's yes, hilarious. Yes, exactly. So it looks like she's it's, She's going for the mermaid look that she often aspires for. So it's, Yes, uh, I failed, but now I've done it unintentionally. <laughs> There's seashells under that hair when you lift it up. Uh, so welcome to... Welcome. They're not. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Uh, This is the voice I'm going to use the whole time. Now you're like, you're like a vampire circus ringleader. (laughs) (laughs) The greatest show on earth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, Mm -hmm. yeah, welcome to Beyond the Bell. Beyond the Bell. (laughs) It's, it's like early in the morning. I can't do that. It will wake up my roommates. I haven't done it in a while. I've been saving it for a special occasion. Every day is special. When it's beyond the bell. Oh my god, ew. Okay, so I'm drinking my breakfast smoothie. I'm good, and I'm like, I make my own smoothies in the morning, and I put like bok choy and Swiss chard in it, and I didn't, and I just got like a giant clump of dirt. (laughs) This this is a great morning. That's what she said. All right, so... Uh, this is our yes. women's wrestling podcast. I swear. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're uh, before we before we start, uh, Chelsea, tell them a little mm. bit about our Indiegogo campaign that's uh, in its final ten days today. Oh my god, the final ten days—that's nuts! So, Twenty First Century Demon Hunter is a show <laughs> that that Charles wrote and directed, and CL Squared uh, produces, and I play Julie. Who's like the anti-hero. Um, it's what brought us together. It is what brought us together. I auditioned for something else, didn't book it. And then he was like, you remind me of this girl from my book. And then he hired me to be the, um, the, uh, the, on the novel cover. And then I was like, why don't you make this a web series? And thus, 21st Century Demon Hunter. Well, it wasn't was more, born. why don't you? It was, have you ever thought of? And I was like, you know, I have All haven't. right, you know what? And then you I wrote, what? like, five <laughs> scripts that night. <laughs> yes, he And did. that's how season one began. So this is the new season. It is. It's the new season, and it's all, with, like, we had a budget and a crew and all this stuff, but we need your help for post-production for, like, visual effects and sound, uh, sound remixing and color correction. And, yeah, we're more than halfway there. Yeah. Yeah, but we have 10 days to finish it, and we want to get it out to you by, like, Halloween, because it's spoopy. Exactly. (laughs) This is Halloween. This is Halloween. You know, I fall asleep every time I watch that movie. I know. You told me you've never watched it. Which is why, why, like, you are not one of my ex-girlfriends, because that was, like, the requisite movie that all of them, like, Mm -hmm. loved. 
Yeah, for me, it's a Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Nightmare Before Christmas was all... Because it was all these goth girls, so they all, mm-hmm. like, loved Nightmare Before Christmas. But, uh, yes, so 21st Century Demon Hunter. Because, um, like she said, we're halfway there. Uh-oh, we're living on a prayer, and we I just, just need you for the... Uh, it's, I'm trying to appeal to people in Jersey, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> It's either that or a Springsteen song, and none of those worked. Uh, so, no, they didn't. I understand. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, uh, if you want to make a contribution, please visit igg.me slash at slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. That's 2-1-S-T. Um, and, uh, you know, give it a give it a look. So give it a look. See, there's tons of perks. Speaking of the perks, I did have like three people reach out to me and ask how long I'd have to be pen pals with them. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Tell them to contribute and we'll figure it out after that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You you heard it, people. Yeah. So uh, 21st Century Demon Hunter Indiegogo campaign at IGG dot me slash AT slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. And, uh, yeah, uh, you should, you should contribute because, uh, really because, uh, you know, you're our friends. You are. Anyway. No, No, because we do this for free and we're bringing you good shit and we just, you know, we ask you guys for nothing except your money now. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of money, let's go to NXT where we have hit row. Because there's a guy named Top Dollar. Oh, yeah. I always forget their names. So they said a lot of things here. Yeah, I, um, I don't know what actually happened here. So looking for the best, she's the realest, she's authentic. Other chicks are just well, a gimmick. Well, let's, let's mention who she is because... Oh, BFAB. Yes. That's in the next line. I was getting there. Okay, okay. BFAB and B stands for beauty. Second, she caught my eye and next... I don't know. Um, something 2.0. Oh, because it's, it's NXT 2.0 now. Yeah, right? so what did you think of it, the, uh, the makeover? Uh, I it, love it. Uh, it, it, it I, I like the layout of the arena better. Mm-hmm. Um, the fucking intro is awful. They have that weird little robot from the uh, post-apocalyptic futures doing some awful rap song. Um, yes, and... I just liked how the actual logo itself reminded me of like Rainbow Bright, like threw up. Yeah, I was gonna say it looked like someone had a whole lot of sh- like rain- Rainbow Sherbert and then just fucking started spinning around, mm-hmm. and and it produced that logo, which is I'm like someone likes Jackson Pollock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, someone hates Jackson Pollock to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we we open. Um, with a, uh, well, we don't open the show, but we open the women's portion of the show uh, with Hit Row. Um, and yeah, a lot of stuff is said um, by b They're big mad about Queen B. She's the baddest chick. Y'all think she's a baddie because of how she looks. She's the baddest because she trains with the baddest. And they talk about world champions and Olympic people. And I'm like, is that true? Yeah, she actually <laughs> has. She's trained with Olymp- uh, Olympic gold medalists and world champions. That's um, amazing. And she all- so you know we can spit, but the time of talking is over. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so then we have her versus Katrina Cortez. Which I was really excited about to see her actually wrestle. Yeah. Um, Ish. I'll say, um, I love how she puts her leg unnaturally backwards when she kicks. 
Mm-hmm. It's like a weird like mule kick or something almost. Like I really like that. <laughs> um, I like that too. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big. I love how he lifted her into the ring. Oh yeah, is that top dollar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love it. Yeah, she just keeps rapping as she's going to the ring, and he just casually picks her up and puts her in. I love him like getting on one knee and like taking all of her things, like bowing, like he's like he's like sacrificing some like lamb to the goddess Artemis or something like that. Like that's what he's doing, and I loved that. Yeah, exactly. It was it was really fun. Um, Katrina Cortez is uh, not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it, I I I don't have a single positive thing to say about her. <laughs> I wrote this is sad. You know, uh, like e- everything, like the the look is not flattering. She did a weird. Uh, there's one part where she just kind of jumped off the second rope, but not even at me. Fab. Yeah, she was like, Wee! <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I'm up here. Oh, well, I'm gonna look it off. Why am I up here? Oops. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but just think, Katrina, we could rip you to pieces, but you could be the next Cindy Hartwell in like two years. If she. I, well, wow, that, that'd be... Let me be positive. Yeah, yeah, well... Because I'm big mad, okay. B-Fab. Okay. Hit row. Yeah. <laughs> hit, I can there, rap. There is this dude in the audience who just kept doing the hit row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see them live so bad. I yeah. want, well, NXT just in general. Where did they film? Florida. Yeah, nope, never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, you know... So she wins. She wins with what looks like a rude awakening. Um, and that's, I wrote she won with something. I couldn't catch what it was. Well, yeah. there was a wrestler named Ravishing Rick Rude, and he did a move called the Rude Awakening, and it looked like her move. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, I think she did a Rude Awakening. They haven't given it a name yet. but um, So she grabs the mic afterwards, and she talks about Senorita Secret Sauce, who I assume is Electra Lopez. Otherwise, it'd be weird <laughs> that Electra Lopez came out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. And she says you were so quick to put your nose where it didn't belong. And yeah, uh, she did say that. Um, uh, all in the Kool Aid, not in the flavor. Yeah. Um. So Legato del Fantasma comes out. Um, Bfab says this is perfect. Electra says something. <laughs> I guess you didn't learn the first time. Caliente or. Cayente or Some, something like that. Yeah. Something. And then BFAP saying, I didn't hear nothing. You better speak up. But I love that. Oh, yeah. Muchachita. We could do it again. Electra says, this time I won't. Or, or no. Um, she says, this time I won't need a pipe to shut that yappy little mouth of yours. And BFAP says, yes, I'd love to do this again. That's exactly how. Yes, please. I'd love to do this again. <laughs> Please, sir, like, can on. I have some more? Can I have some more, please? Because you, you uh, I have to learn how you work without any tools. As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm warm. I'm ready. Let's do this right now. Let's get it cracking because I'm ready. And Electra takes her hat off. Santo says no. It doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it'll happen yes. in the future. I assume they're making sure they have a little more experience before they actually fight each other. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So... So the big event, by the way, of this uh, episode was the wedding of in of uh, Index, and uh, mm-hmm. throughout the the episode, uh, they had little vignettes, and uh, this one didn't have to do with women's wrestling, but I still love so Johnny Gargano. He has Dexter's like gloves on. Yes, <laughs> I love he dressed like Dexter, and so did all like the fucking yeah. the best men. 
The best men. Yeah, whatever the fuck. They're all they're best. Called. Yeah. Yes, groomsmen. It's the same thing. Yeah, and then Austin Theory returns. Yes. Yes. Which... I have to sneeze. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Damn it. Oh, man. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Right. <laughs> man, it's like blue balls for me. I hate it. This is why my, okay, this so... is why my sneezes are so horrifying. I guess I just yeah, absorb, they're horrifying. Them from, I absorb them from other people. Yes, that's it exactly. It yes. makes him more powerful. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, Austin Theory's back. Uh, and we're like, he thought he we thought he ran away, and Austin says, I did run away, <laughs> but I wasn't gonna miss Indy's wedding. Um, oh my he god! Couldn't have a wedding. Yo, what? so Jim Cornette actually had something. He said something, and I realized something. He's like, Austin Theory isn't the son of 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 Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. He's the dog. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like oh that's my, true. Oh my god, he is. He's like a big goofy puppy. Mm-hmm. Dexter's that's hilarious. Dexter's the son. Austin Theory is the family dog. <laughs> <laughs> and Padme is the god they worship too. Yes. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. And I love so, that he's like, you can't have a wedding without a priest. And he brings Damien priest. I know, I know. And even just being like, that's just a Dave, he can't do anything. And Damien's like, yeah, he's not lying, I'm just here for the party. It's at the bar, right? <laughs> he's like, you realize he's not a real priest, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cute. Oh, man, and Austin wants to do the high five, but Johnny says not tonight and hugs him. Aww. Which was awesome. That was awesome. So then we go to yes. Gigi Dolan and JC. Like I said, I love they're getting this much TV time. They are, yeah, it's good. And they say, wow, Mandy Rose, you look amazing. The old you, that was the old you. This is the real you. This is the real Mandy. New NXT, new Mandy Rose. What a night. You ready? And she's in like a black coat cloaked hood thing. Yeah. Yes, fantastic. So we get Casey Squared versus Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane. Um, God, Casey Squared is so cute. I know. They're just the best. And I love that Caden now added her beat climbing up to the turnbuckle at the same time that Casey climbs up the outside. Yeah. I love that now. Yeah. They're just like, I think they're one of my, they're definitely my favorite, like, you know, tag team offense, like creative moves. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so sweet dream, I'm sorry, not sweet dream starts playing. (laughs) Cause I'm sorry. I love, I love, I love Gigi and, JC's certainly grown on me, but their theme is literally Marilyn Manson's cover of Sweet Dreams, just without <laughs> Marilyn Manson on it. <laughs> yes, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, and so Caden goes right after JC and then Gigi, and then Casey drops uh, JC. Caden um, mm-hmm. starts beating on Gigi because they're angry. Like, they're cute, but they're angry. And then. Yeah, I love how she's holding her by the hair. She's holding yeah. Gigi by her hair. She kicks her over the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, there's like the most violent flip I think I've ever seen anyone do. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. And. I don't like the split screen backstage stuff. No, no. That was really pissing me off. I like. Yeah. I, I hate that they're showing, like, hey, look what's also happening during the match. Look like, at these men going on backstage while well, you should. And yeah piss me off a lot yeah i don't i don't i'm trying to focus on the positive and and ignore that bullshit um but you have to remember this week with the revamp of nxt uh the guy who is normally in charge of like raw and smackdown was in charge um because triple h had a uh quote-unquote cardiac event 
Oh, no. Yeah, he's been in the hospital for, like, the last week or so. Fuck. So, he's not in charge of NXT, like, right now. That's great. I did not know that. Yeah. Now I know that. Yeah, which, it showed in the way that this was, in the way it was shot. Mm -hmm. And in, um, you know, in the fact that they kept cutting away, because that's something NXT never did before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were, like, revamping NXT, but they were still going to have him in charge, even though now Vince McMahon is actually, like, looking at scripts now. Wow. Yeah. Um, So, you know, but yeah, like, I, I hated that they were doing those cutaways, and I hope once he's back, they stop that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get a, uh, I love that we also, I also love that there's, like, dueling Let's Go Casey, Let's Go Gigi chants. Mm-hmm. That made me happy. Yeah. Um, there's a weird submission by Casey that I don't even know what the fuck it is. I don't know what that was either. Yeah. And here, right in my notes, stop showing things in picture in picture. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I like there were, like, lots of Casey squared tags, like, very, very quick. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And then. And whenever Casey's on the top rope, I'm like. What you gonna do? She, it's like, oh yeah, yeah she's gonna do something. She's always amazing. Crazy. Yeah. So there's a nice scorpion kick to JC, and then Mandy Rose runs in in a, in a hood. And so, the big reveal is that Mandy's a brunette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm like, she should have this giant scar on her face I or something. I also realized I would have preferred to see her with like jet black hair. Yeah, I, but I, I mean, she looks great, me. but like, I there was all this like build up, and then I'm like, oh, she just dyed her hair. Well, you know, the thing is that I realize about it though is that it 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 looks it looks she looks more like she fits in with with Gigi and JC now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's true. Like, and I also think that it also kind of number one, I guess we have to we have to pour one out and say rest in peace to Blondage. Because we can no longer, if she was in yes. a team, even if she was in a team with Dana Brooke, we could no longer say that. So sad. Yeah, because now she's a brunette, and we can't say brunettage. Is that? Is no, weird. that sounds it's like I don't. Sounds weird. like bruschetta. Like, kind of made me hungry. I was gonna say it actually sounds like like a fucking um, like a like a medieval law. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Brunettage says that we must take away your your cow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like <laughs> you've broken the laws of brunettage, and now we must kill five of your chickens. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, I love that, and, and send your son to the gallows. <laughs> you know, yes, <laughs> so, that's hilarious. But yeah, so she attacks. Um, Saray uh, then attacks, um, and Caden starts yelling at all of them to get out of there. So, uh. We come back from commercial, and it's now a six-woman tag. Uh, KC Squared and Sarai versus, um, we might as well call them, because apparently the name of the team, even though they didn't say it on the air, they said it afterwards, uh, is Toxic Attraction. Right. Which is a nice, I like the name. Yeah, I like it too. And I have to say, it's interesting um, to see Mandy Rose being like a mentor to two young uh, like two mm-hmm. young wrestlers in NXT, mm-hmm. because that's how um, Mandy Rose came up to the main roster. Oh, um, the wrestler Paige, who um, right. Lawrence Pooh uh, played in uh, wrestling with uh, mm-hmm. my family. Um, when she she was gone for a while, she was in an abusive relationship, and then uh, and had like severe drug issues for a while. 
and mm-hmm. then came back to wrestling. Unfortunately, um, she had to retire three months later um, mm-hmm. after her neck issues in that match with Sasha. Um, but when she came back, she came back with two young wrestlers from NXT. Um, cool. Who were Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Nice. And so it's kind of neat to see Mandy kind of passing on the same thing. Yeah, I love that. That brought her, you know, in. It's like it's like a reason to not hate Mandy Rose. Well, you know, the thing <laughs> is, is I only hated Mandy Rose when she was with Dana Brooke. Because yes. it literally just became, look at how hot they are. Let's dress them mm-hmm. like fucking strippers. Stripper Barbies. Yeah, you know, and it was it was just like the worst of like Bruce Pritchard's weird fantasies, like just yeah. on the screen and manifested. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't they they didn't wrestle well. They yeah. they just sucked, and no one cared. Yeah. Meanwhile, when Mandy was like, I, we should watch the very first um, the match that determined uh, the women's tag team championships in the first place. Um, okay. Because it, you know, the first, we all know the first um, people it came down to were Sasha and Bailey, you know, who won it. Mm-hmm. But it, but the, the last, it was an elimination chamber match. Oh. And uh, it was, uh, I'm trying to remember the teams. I know the Riot Squad were one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Riot Squad were one of them. The Iconics were another. Uh, Sasha and yeah. Bailey. And then I believe. Um, Mandy Rose and uh, and Sonya Deville, and they were the one the the last team left in it. That's crazy. And it's I always thought it was actually kind of a shame that Sonya and and Mandy never actually got the uh, tag titles, right? Because they weren't bad. Yeah, nice. Oh God! I see it. Oh my God! Yeah, I, you know what's so funny? The first team that was eliminated was the te- the one team that I was like, "Why are they in there?" It was Carmella and Naomi, <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of sucked. And I think they only teamed up for that match. <laughs> Nice. But that's funny. But yeah. Um so anyway, so we get the six um the six women tag. Um we get Saray attacking Gigi. Uh nice drop kick to Gigi's boobs, basically. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And do a bridge suplex. Um uh Casey Squared does their like they're like so fast. They do a lot of dodging and kicking and I was just like I was like this is too much for me to write down cuz you know they had that like weird exchange where it was so yeah. so so quick. Yeah, where it's like where Casey like there's a there's a part where like Caden kicks you in the face while Casey does a flip and then trips you. Yeah. And I love that. Awesome. Yeah. And then Mandy awesome. Mandy tags in. It's very interesting. It's a way more vicious Mandy Rose. Yeah. Knees her in the head in the corner and does a shoulder drive. Um, I love JC sticking her tongue out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just I love that like character development thing. Um, so uh, GG clotheslines <clears throat> Casey, um, and has her hands on her jaw. It's just like there's yeah. a lot of quick stuff that happens. Well, yeah. Well, GG pulling at the top of Casey's mouth and then JC kicks her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mandy yeah. punches her right in the face. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, it was it was fucking. I like this Mandy Rose. Yeah, me too. Although you know, I was thinking to myself, she should just get it over with and just like call it, call it, start calling yourself like Amanda Rose or something. Amanda Rose. Yeah. Amanda Rose. Well, it's like the way she's acting. She doesn't look like a Mandy. No, she doesn't. You know. She um, doesn't. But yeah, like this was a nice little match. Um, I mean, got this is awesome chant. Um, 
you know, eventually, uh, Jaden, uh, mix, miss, uh, Kaden misses a clothesline, um, and then gets a kick to the jaw by Mandy. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. You heard that one. I was like, does she have all of her teeth? Is she okay? Yeah. And, uh, you know, what ends up happening, and I, and I agree when they said that, um, it looks like the influence is going both ways. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah, me too. Because it certainly does look like, yeah, Mandy is kind of helping them step up a bit, but also it looks like they are rubbing off on her, because she's a little, yeah. a little grittier now, a little dirtier. She's badder. She's a big mad. She's naughty. Um, yes. So... Uh, we go to, uh, Candice LeRae telling Cora Jade not to wear a hat. I know, what the fuck? Cara says, oh, start with the hat, um, and then everything's great. Like, when she, like, takes off the hat. She's yeah. like, everything's great, guys, we're fine. I'm like, she gets, like, mother of the bride stress, like, vibes, and I love that. Yeah, and we have, uh, Persia and Cora are, uh, Persia, uh, and Cora are bridesmaids now. Yes. And uh, I'm just going to, this is not women's wrestling, but I'm just going to comment on the fact that the Van Wagner guy looks like a fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> like, he has the, the brow, and he just, yeah. he, looks, he looks like he's about to, like, just fucking beat a fucking buffalo with a club or something. <laughs> beat a buffalo with a club! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so... So then we have a match at the Diamond Mine, and I'm watching, I'm like, oh no, they have a girl with them. I have to watch their matches now. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So we had the Creed brothers, and um, man, Brutus Creed 100% just looks like a high school bully. <laughs> like, he does. It's like he never grew up. Yeah. I have to admit, I love them slapping each other across the face. Mm-hmm. They, they totally just came off like high school bullies the whole time. Yeah. Especially when... And I've never seen this in wrestling before, but I'm like, either they're the biggest assholes on earth, or that's great char- That's a great character he came up with. When his partner, I guess who's his brother, starts getting hurt, he starts laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's such a bully fucking thing to do. They even it laugh was at like you. a competition to see who the biggest bully in high school is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, either these two are the biggest pieces of shit, or they have. They're, they oh, least, they may not know how to wrestle, but they know their fucking gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So Malcolm Bivens um, announces uh, that the girl's Ivy Nile. And yes. she's real tiny looking, but real vicious looking. Like, she legit looks like a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've seen, she's been around for a while. I know she's been... Um, I've never seen her before. <laughs> well, she's been around, like... Um, Remember when Enix, when you first started watching and NXT were like, had like the, all the people who weren't ready for TV yet were like mm-hmm. the audience. Mm-hmm. And if you ever looked at that audience, like B-Fab was in it at times. Um, mm. And Ivy Nile was in it too. Cool. So she's been, she's been learning for a while. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. Yeah. So, I mean, Jesus though, is she fucking cut. Mm-hmm. Like Malcolm Bibbins mentioned, she didn't have a a, uh, a carb since two thousand five, <laughs> and uh, she apparently was the star of the Titan Games, which I have no idea what those are. I've heard of them, but never seen. Yeah, them. and uh, when Kushida came up, I was like, she legit looks like she could beat up Kushida. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, 
I was like, she's way leaner than Kushida is. Yeah, like she, like, yeah. like she legit looks like she could kick the ass of him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I would love to see all of them just go to fucking town on somebody. Yeah, because because you've got these two guys who just look like the biggest fucking bully assholes, and you've got this fucking buff chick and and then the quiet fucking buff chick yeah and then the quiet japanese guy who looks like he got hired by the yakuza or something and he's gonna like just shoot someone when he gets the nod and like i don't even know his name and you know and then you got robert strong and it just looks like they all could just murder someone naturally yeah so we get dexter loomis in his gold suit combing his mustache he's so cute yeah and now we go to the real main event. So they had the last match. I don't know if you saw it. Where... You should watch just because I know you love blood and fucking Ellie Knight just is bleeding all over the place in the match. I love blood. Yeah. So if you want to see Ellie Knight bleeding a lot, you should watch that match. Yay. Um, so we go to the index wedding. Um, they have this amazing package. Yeah, it's like the history of Index. It's yeah. just like the most amazing thing. I'm like crying. Yeah. I'm like crying over the stupid fake <clears throat> fucking wedding in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> it was so well done, though. Like, it was so well done. And here's the thing I'll tell you. Like, I've been watching wrestling since I was a little kid. And wedding wrestlings are, not, are, are usually just fucking awful. Well, I just keep thinking about like the Impact one. Oh, when, God. Yeah. That. And I'm like, well... That just was... anything. We'll we'll talk about impact later. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, this was like a 180 from that. Yeah, no, this was the first wrestling wedding I can honestly say that I love. Yeah, it was every little part about it was perfect. From the people who were there, the like the like commentary by the way, and yeah, or, just or the, the grizz- random interruption, the grizzled young veterans coming in and making bets on how when the wedding's gonna stop. Yeah. <laughs> or or Eo not wanting to stand next to Zoe Stark. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so I also love that we discover that Dexter's middle name is Gaylord. I know. And, Dexter Gaylord and, Loomis. And, I cracked and up. Indy Ophelia Hartwell. <laughs> what made it the best thing too is that like everyone there obviously like they made it so they knew that his middle name was Gaylord and there was just no reaction when it came out, but you could see in the audience and I'm sure every other person watching it, <laughs> you know. It's just like they did everything they could to like little simple nuances to really make this work. It it felt like since you and I like are are in, you know, film and you do a lot of plays and stuff it did not feel like a wrestling wedding it, it felt like like tony and tina's wedding or something like that like it felt yeah, like it was like a performance yeah it felt like watching like a really fun community theater doing improv or something yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, I mean just all the little touches like johnny not wanting to give her away or austin not having the regular we're in a ring <laughs> we're in a ring I yeah. I so wish we could have watched this together because it like for the first time because it was so fun. It was so fun. I love Johnny listening all all of his names yes. and Candace just stopping and be and apologizing and him being like John Gargano <laughs> <laughs> and him checking to make sure that she's okay and yeah. Candace having to like peel him off of Indy's arm. <laughs> We're in a ring, silly. Yeah. So. 
then I told you he's their big. He's like their like fucking Labrador, not Labrador. He's like he's, yeah, he's like a fucking. He's like a golden retriever. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. So, um, yeah, like um, and I love when they ask if anyone has any objections. And everyone raises their hands, and in his fucking coat on the inside, he like Dexter has an axe. <laughs> and everyone puts their hand down. It's so good. It's so good. So they share their vows. It's um, so and he gives sweet. Yes. Yeah, so, so people may see you as a creep. I see you as my little cuddled teddy bear. Um, people say you're a stalker, but I see a caring man with well-groomed mustache and tight clothes who never takes his eyes off of me. I find it so sweet when you're always following me, watching my every move. When people say you're a freak, I say, damn right, he's a freak. Dexter is my freak. And I love him nodding. And then Indy goes, I'll always remember that one time you snuck into my bed when Johnny and Candace were asleep and Dexter just covering the microphone. And the look on Candace and Johnny's faces. Um, yeah. And you never lose a staring contest. You keep me safe, you understand me, and I understand you. I can't spend or I can't wait to spend the rest of our lives together and I love you. It was yeah. so cute. Yeah. And so when it's time for Dexter's Dexter's house and the audience starts shushing each other. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So good. So oh good. And he just gives a thumbs up. And she swoons. Yeah, the priest starts scolding Dexter. Dexter, and he puts the priest Did you have anything to say? <laughs> yeah. So he puts him to sleep. <laughs> Naturally. Um, of course, Beth knows that this is Beth Phoenix. Well, wait, like, wait. Before, before we even get to Beth. This is. Oh, yeah. This was, like I said, this is the type of cool thing that, like, I've seen, like, my friends when I see you guys. Like, because I've never done a play. But when I see, like, plays that my friends do, I've seen this sort of shit. We're like. You know, like something unexpected happens in the story, and it's like, oh, who's going to be the priest now? And yeah, you know, and I love people are chanting for Damien Priest. Yes, or William. The look on William Regal's face is amazing when they ask him. I'm not doing. I'm not doing it. (laughs) So Beth said, "I suspected something like this would happen," and I went online and got ordained as a minister. And on free or freeonlineordainment.com. I know. Which, I love it. So she which is a real site, to, by the way. Real it site. is, yes. yeah. I went to it. Yeah. Um, she said she's going to cut to the chase and says, Andre Chase. Someone say Andre Chase? <laughs> no. And I guess. That, Johnny going, no one said that. Yeah, I guess that's Andre Chase because I don't know who the fuck. I've never seen him before. Yeah, it was funny. So we get an I do from Indy. And Dexter just stares when it's time to say I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Beth is like, all right, well, I guess we'll take that as a yes. And then he puts his hand on her mic. Mm-hmm. And he says his first words in NXT. And the yes. crowd fucking explodes. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and he says, I do. Mm-hmm. And it was just fucking... Oh my god, like I was so impressed with this wedding. Yeah, it was awesome. It's also, by the way, literally, since I've been watching wrestling, only the second wrestling wedding since 1991. So we're, wow. we're talking 30 years, since 1991, where I have not, where no one stopped the wedding. Yeah. The last one was uh, Randy Savage and uh, Macho Man, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and uh, his 
uh, wife Elizabeth in 1991 was the last time wow. we saw a wedding where no one actually put a stop to it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was, uh, I was, I was. I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved that so much. Like, I wish I could give like Indy Hartwell and everyone involved like Wrestler of the Week, but they they didn't wrestle. So yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go to NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Um, where we have Amelia McKenzie preparing with Mako Satamora. And then we have Ginny refusing an interview. And I love this. Yes. And she goes to her dressing room and Isla Dawn is there. And she drew like a pentagram on her mirror and yeah. lipstick. And probably yeah. probably took an probably took one of her possessions too. Oh yeah, you bet. Yeah. Like some like Ginny's next, obviously. I love all this long term storyline with, with Isla Dawn. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's awesome. She says, no, someone needs to clean this up right now. No one ever comes into my dressing room. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. It's great. So then and we... once again, Joseph Connors is useless. Yeah. So <laughs> speaking of useless, we go to Stevie Turner versus Amelia yes. McKenzie. It's, it's a bad sign when a match starts, and my hope is, God, I hope Blair Davenport comes out and attacks everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, because we know Amelia is good, mm-hmm. but Stevie Turner is, like, impact bad. Yep. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying everyone in Impact is bad, but I'm saying, like, Taylor Wilde fucking uh, Teniel Dashwood, like, I don't want to watch her wrestle bad. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I'm literally watching this. I'm, I'm, the whole time I'm waiting for Stevie Turner to do one thing that's cool. Yeah. She did this weird, like, stretch submission wrist lock thing. She also did a move that looked like Amelia was doing a move to her. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And but I, I was like, is this a mistake? <laughs> yeah, and, and all she does is kicks. It's literally like she doesn't know any other move. Yeah. Except kicking people in the face. And like Yeah. Amelia has two clotheslines and a spear and then knees her face. Yeah, and it's it's thankfully over. And yes. then, and then Blair Davenport appears and attacks Stevie Turner, and my complaint is you should have done this a lot earlier. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Like, this match was only, like, a minute and a half long, but you should have done it in the first ten seconds. Yeah, exactly. And then Blair says to the camera, see, that's it. Bad things are going to continue to happen, so reinstate me. I'm like, she's the Phantom of the Opera of NXT, okay. Yeah, and I'm just like, (laughs) wait a minute, like, (laughs) so, but if you get reinstated, weren't you suspended because bad things happened when you were there? Yes. Just let it happen, Charles. Just let it happen. So I guess I guess Amelia uh, Blair Davenport's just going to hold NXT UK hostage. And... Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. So yeah, that was NXT UK. Not a lot happened. Mm-hmm. So, Not a lot happened. So we go to SmackDown. We get a Becky Lynch promo. I love Becky's like pink curl tiara and the yellow race car jacket. I loved it. Yeah, I'm not sure what the hell was going on with 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 her look this day, but I, I loved it. Yeah, it's uh. It works for heel Becky, though. It does. She says that the momentum's a tricky thing because it keeps going until it meets an opposing force. Now, Bianca had a lot of... It goes backwards if you're Christopher Nolan. That's true. (laughs) Oh, that's Memento. Sorry. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) She says, now, Bianca had a lot of momentum until she met her her at SummerSlam, but tonight's her night. You know, I've never been to a homecoming. I might have to check it out. But I'm like, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. So now we get uh, the match that we were supposed to get. 
Which was just bullshit. Yeah. On all accounts, like everything. Yeah, so this is the match that we didn't get because of Seth Rollins and Edge at the Garden. So yeah. this is the Selena Vega and her custom gear. At least she got, I'm like, at least it happened. So, But it was garbage match. So let me tell you, um, Edge and, uh, and Seth Rollins went three segments. Really? Yeah, there were actually two commercial breaks during it. Wow. Yeah, it went that long. I checked Damn. it. I actually went and, che- uh, and checked it out on SmackDown, and it went uh, it went to two commercial breaks. This that's crazy. And I think that's where I, I think the fact that this could have fit this whole thing fit within one commercial break. I think this is what we were supposed to have gotten. Yeah. You know, hundred percent. So this starts off as Selena Vega and Carmella versus Liv Morgan. Um, and who the hell else was in it? Uh, so it's uh, it's Zelina Vega and Carmella versus Tony yeah. Storm and Liv. Tony Morgan. Storm, duh. Yeah, it's hard to tell it's Tony Storm because she was wearing pants. Mm-hmm. You know, which I thought she was supposed to be a face. Why is she wearing pants? Why is she wearing pants? Yeah. Um, it's kind of this is bullshit. Like it's just, I mean, eh. anyway. Um. So. Well, Liv- Carmella does a cheap shot yeah. to live. And then we got Carmella and Tony. Carmella runs. Yeah. Selena's tagged in. I love Carmella being like, go get her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Carmella is like, is Tony's like beating Zelina down. Carmella interrupts, distracts Tony. So Zelina kicks her and does a running knee. Um, Tony's suplex always looks really crazy. Everything she does looks like it hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, well, Liv we, is in. Yeah. Because I was going to say, because we, we, uh, Pretty much the match ends here because we get this really nice move from Liv where she does like a backstabber type thing and then kicks Carmella into the turnbuckle. And then Carmella hits her nose. And I assume someone just watched last week's NXT with uh, Mandy Rose. Yeah. And was like, well, nobody watches NXT. So let's just use that finish. Yes, that's probably it. So they they Carmella acts like her nose is broken. Um, Liv grabs the um, the mic and is just like, oh, sweetie, did I just break your nose? Cheers. And them yelling from the ramp, that's not funny. Um, El- uh, Liv says she's not sorry at all because she's tired of you running your mouth and running away and challenges her at Extreme Rules. And honey, if you accept, I'm going to make you look as hideous on the outside as you are on the inside. And I love my favorite part about this is. It was a quick shot, but Tony's expression. She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do that. Tony's um, just happy she got back on television. No, exactly. But my big issue with this is if, you're na- if your nose is broken, you wouldn't have a match that quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why when we go to Carmella backstage, um, Zelina tells oh, yes. her, you're as beautiful as ever. Carmella says Liv is trying to make her look like a five like her. Which I'm like Liv Morgan's so hot. Well, I, I'm not gonna say I, I don't want to judge people on looks, but I'll just say if I have to choose who's prettier, Liv Morgan wins every friggin' time against Carmella. <laughs> so Carmella, yes. you know, and uh, Carmella agrees to the challenge. Then Selena says Liv has to go through her first, which I assume Selena will lose because Selena has lost every single match since she's been back. Yes. Oh my God, who farted? Sorry. Whoa! It was a dog fart. Yeah. Anyway, yes. So, I just, I'm also wondering about Zelina and Carmella, because in this we have, like, Zelina being like, you're so gorgeous. 
you're perfect. You're wonderful. I'm like, this is going to backfire and Zelina's going to beat the shit out of Carmella at some point. Yeah. So we get yes. Sonya Deville backstage. She's on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then Naomi comes back. There was like a cheer for Naomi. Is she from like wherever they were? She's from no. Florida. Okay. And they were in Knoxville, um, Tennessee. Right. That becomes abundantly clear. Um, the, so she says she's been more patient and respectful. She's not playing this game anymore. When's my match? And, and Sonia again just like puts her off and says, next week, come to me again. We'll figure it out. Uh, Naomi says, I don't know what your issue is with me, nor do I care. I've been here longer than you, and I've accomplished far more than you. So, um, and you're acting as if I don't deserve to be here. It's just bizarre. Um, the clearly you don't know about me is that I, I never quit. And one way or another, or another, mark my words, I'm going to get my match. And she just, like, backs her into a corner. And what, like, what made me the most uncomfortable about this is, like, you know, you get this, like, really close up. Like, they're very close to each other, like, staring into, like, a stare down. Mm-hmm. But Naomi was staring into Sonya's lips. And I was like, they're going to kiss. <laughs> what is this? I, I didn't get that feeling at all. Um... <laughs> Well, no, it was obvious. I'm just like, don't stare at her lips, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're full lips, but I mean, you know, I don't. I I just feel like, um, you know, I don't think they're gonna use. In fact, they've they've purposely not used Sonya being a lesbian into right. uh, the storylines because apparently her and Mandy wanted to do a storyline like that, um, uh-huh. that didn't get used. In fact, um, because they did a a brief um. Lana and Liv used to be lovers storyline at one point. And mm-hmm. Sonya Deville was really upset by that because she's like, they won't do a story with a real lesbian, but they'll have two straight girls have a storyline. Yeah, that's horrible. You know. Um so, you know, I I almost get the like I I know they're not gonna do this storyline, but it really like maybe it's me, but it's really coming off like like, there's almost, like, a racial element to the way Sonya's treating her. Yeah, that's bad. You know, I mean, it's wrestling, and I mean, that's sort of that's the sort of storyline you do when someone's a heel, but I don't think they're going to go with that. Right. But it, it felt like that to me. Yeah, I love Sonya at the end of this adjusting her tie, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, on, on, the, uh, on the little, uh, you know, Talking Smack show the next day, um, uh, Naomi got fined for that. Really? Yeah, by Sonya. Which they'll probably Why? go into the next SmackDown. Well, because she's a WWE official, and uh, she was not treated with the proper respect, so she's fining Naomi for that. What the fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a storyline fine, but, you know, still. Uh, I don't know. It, it just comes off. Maybe it's because I'm a person of color, and I've, I've dealt with discrimination or whatever, but it certainly feels, at least the way they're, ri- I, the way they're writing it, it feels yeah. like Sonya discriminating against Naomi because she's black. Yeah. You know, which, like I said, I mean, up. it would be an interesting story for them to for them to actually go into because, you know, that shit does happen, but I don't think they're going to go there. No, I don't think they're going to go there. Yeah. I think it'd be a dumb idea. I mean, that's the type of thing. I, <clears throat> in the 80s, they would have 100% gone for that, done that storyline. Right. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that uh, how that goes. So. We have a a package of Bianca Belair in Knoxville. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's home. This is where she feels safe and loved. She went to her high school to their homecoming, and it's just like, 
I just love how, like, because every time something big happens to Bianca, we see her, like, well up with tears and just, like, feel such pride and everything about what she's accomplished. And, like, I feel like it hits her who she is every time we see her in, like, an environment like this. And that's really cool. Mm -hmm. So um, we get Mayor Kane coming out, which is hilarious to see him not in his, like, I am a demon from hell mask with his long black hair. And now he's just, Mm -hmm. like, an old conservative Republican dude in a suit. Yeah. You know, um, (laughs) but coming out to his old music with the fire and everything. Genius. Which is really hilarious to say. Um, Yeah. For those of you who don't watch it, he used to portray The Undertaker's brother. Um, Mm -hmm. And he had, like, all these, like, hellish powers and stuff like that. And, um, you know, but now he's a legit mayor of Knox County. (laughs) That's so crazy. Which is hilarious that, like, a guy who used to wear, like, a fucking mask and had all, like, I mean, he had, like, fucking storylines involving necrophilia, for Christ's sake. And he's now, like, a real mayor, now that he's retired. He's a quintessential proof, he's quintessential proof that people can change. Yeah, yeah, so... (laughs) Uh, you know, and it's weird that it's, he's the mayor of Knox County instead of Knoxville, so I don't know how that works. I don't know either. I've never been to Tennessee. Like, but I mean, it's, I don't even know about that. Like, I didn't even know that counties have mayors. Like. Yeah. Like, New York, we have borough presidents, but we don't have, like, you know, we don't have, like, there's no, like, Queens, you know, like, Queens County mayor. Mayor. There's yeah, one... like the Berkshire County doesn't have a mayor. The little towns do. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Does Knoxville itself have a different mayor and the county has a mayor? Like, I don't know how that works. Um, I don't know either. Someone enlighten us. Actually, no, we have Google for that. Don't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Bianca comes out to just a huge ovation. We see her family going nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really cool that her family is there. I just kept thinking to myself, boy, I bet Zelina's real happy to see someone in their hometown with their family going nuts. Um, oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I'm sure Zelina's family were probably at Madison Square Garden in the audience. Yeah. You know. Uh, so Bianca's very happy to be back. Um, she says her dad said if something start, someone starts something with you, you finish it. And then they mm-hmm. present her with the key to the county, which, once again, I didn't even know that they presented people with keys to counties. Really? Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I knew the keys to the city. I never knew a key to the county. Yeah, you're right. It's the key to the city. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. have some Googling to do. I actually, I don't care enough. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she suggests they sing their song on three. And I, I just go, Jesus Christ, people actually know that fucking song. Because you know they what? Do. I don't know the fucking high school song of my high school. Do you? I remember my elementary school song. Okay. Elementary school one. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I remember the chorus of my elementary school song. I don't remember the rest of it, though. Yeah. But the fact that, like, everyone in the audience knows this goddamn song that she's asking everyone. them to sing was ridiculous. Yeah. And I know, it was everyone. Yeah, and then, I mean, I know Tennessee isn't, like, a big place, but fuck, people. After high school, you should forget all of that. <laughs> like, Yes. Just let it go. It's not essential to your life. Like math. Yeah, like, I know that, like, fucking my... I know that my high school had a song. I don't... I don't remember it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, you know, so Becky uh, interrupts, (laughs) thankfully. Uh, 
Thank God. And I love that she comes out singing off key and like obviously not the words to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes me happy. She's just, she's great. And she's, she's so, so passive aggressive, too. She's like, oh, you're Knoxville's champion. I mean, you're not the real champion, but, you know, you're definitely the champion of Knoxville. And, yeah. oh, oh, look at that. You've got a key. I mean, I've got this championship unlocked, but you've got a key. And that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, th- this whole thing is really, really cute. I love the audience chanting, you don't go here after Bianca said it. Because yeah. it's like a Mean Girls reference. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, uh, Liana, Liana explained that to me once. when. Uh, yes. Because Bianca once told Charlotte Flair when she showed up in NXT, you don't even go here. And the audience started cheering. And, <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, what is, is, is that a reference to something? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Classic movie, Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of those movies that, like, I'm a dude, so I've never seen. I've never seen Mean I Girls. I've never seen Legally Blonde, which Casey gets on my case about for not se- for not seeing Legally Blonde. Um, There's a Chihuahua in it. You have to watch it. <laughs> if I watched every movie with a Chihuahua in it, I'd be seeing a lot of shitty movies. <laughs> <laughs> Lola, don't listen to him. She's asleep. She can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, so and then Becky says SummerSlam was my night. Extreme Rules will be my night. But tonight is your night and offers to shake her hand. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that she just doesn't. I love her being like, you're not going to shake the man's hand. I'm being a bigger man here. Um, and I'm like, Bianca, don't fall for it. Um, but she does. And when Becky tries to walk away and like, oh, Bianca just like holds onto her hand. I, and I love how Becky just like without even letting go comes and like takes a swing with her other hand. Yeah. Well, I wrote, yeah. I wrote Bianca shakes it, but won't let Becky go because she has no honor. <laughs> That's hilarious. Becky was just trying to be the bigger man. And, uh, you know, yeah. she just accepted the handshake and that would have been the end of the segment. <laughs> but, but no. Yeah, exactly. Bianca had to cause trouble, man. You know, mm-hmm. so Bianca goes for the KOD and then Becky with the manhandle slam. And that's kind of how we end SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. So let's um, before we go to the rest of our uh, portion of our show, let's uh, take a commercial break for our wonderful sponsors. Yeah. Hello, everyone. And we're back. Yeah. Thank you, lovely sponsor. Yeah. So uh, we go to Impact Wrestling. Um, <sighs> which all I'm about like, me. Do we have to cover Impact anymore? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask if you were if you were okay with us maybe dropping Impact for a few months. Yeah, I'm. I it's the same shit every week, yeah. and I'm sick of it. I don't care. I'm not learning anything. I'm not excited. It's making me not like the wrestlers who I really liked. Like yeah. And, like, I feel like we need a break from it. I, I do want us to cover the Knockouts Knockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I looked at the spoilers for it, so I know who the, um, what the matches are. And thankfully, well, it, it, here's the really funny thing. So apparently most of the matches are literally, like, NWA people. Oh, wow. Because it's, um, because they don't, that, and I think that shows the problem that Impact has, that they don't have enough fucking people. Because mm-hmm. um, the matches for it are Rachel Erling versus Lady Frost. Um, okay. and, but that's the thing. All these sound interesting because it's all people we haven't seen fucking fighting them. Yeah. You know, uh, Chelsea Green fight uh, Renee Michelle. Okay. Uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Rosemary. Okay. Uh, cool. T- Tasha Steele versus Jamie Senegal. If you remember, we couldn't figure out what her fucking name was. <laughs> right. 
and uh, uh, Diana Prazu versus Masha Slamovich. I love that last name. Who apparently um, they they offer her an impact contract at the end of that. Cool. Um, and Awesome Kong being inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame. Nice. And uh, Savannah Evans, Jordan Grace, Alicia. Um, Alicia. Why is Alicia Edwards even on this fucking pay per view? I forgot she even existed. And Kimberly in a Monsters Ball match, which is basically a hardcore match. Okay, well, I'm excited to see that. But, like, if nothing else comes out of it, like, maybe we give it, like, we do the pay-per-view and then see if there's any big change the following week. And then if not, then we stop. I honestly, like, I didn't even look at the pay-per-view. It happened last Saturday. I, I don't care because it's like we've seen Savannah Evans. I care, you know, you know what? I've come to realize Impact's biggest problem is them having tag team championship. Yeah. Because think about it, like you got, we have new people. Mm-hmm. You had Savannah Evans, you have Brandy Lauren, you have um, Rachel Erling, but they're all in tag teams. So we all see them with people we've already seen. Right. In matches we've already seen. Mm-hmm. And if they had been yeah. solo people, then that would have been three new people into the mix. Right. So I feel right. I feel like their tag team championships are actually hurting them, if anything. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. We're just sick of it. Just yeah. done. Yeah. So let's go to AW Dynamite. Amazing. Um, yes. I, Malachi Black's entrance is so fucking awesome. It's the best. Like, they dropped, the WWE dropped the ball on him so fucking much. They did. They did. This is just the best. It's so cool. I'll say I love his fucking cloak with a suit uh, combo. Yeah, he's a badass. I've never seen anyone do that before, but it's also Malachi is a better name than Alistair. Actually, they're both really cool names. <laughs> Alistair, I, I like Alistair Black better because it 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 goes more into the black magic aspect of his uh, of his mm-hmm. character. Um, I just think about Malachi as the redheaded dimwit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes me happy, brings me joy. Yeah, so apparently, though, there is no security in the building because celebrities can just jump the barricade and attack wrestlers. Yeah, so Rosario Dawson is there for no reason. Yeah, and she just (laughs) attacks uh, Malachi Black. And uh, the one thing I realized, by the way, about um, about, uh, AEW is it's, you know, like, one of the big problems AEW has is that they often do the same thing on the same show. And uh, I realize it's weird that they have two guys, not one, but two guys who half paint their faces like skulls. Ah. Which is weird. Yes. But, but yeah, so this was, you know, and, and he's going to wrestle Cody on, in Queens, and I hope Cody doesn't fucking beat him and, and just ruin the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, that would suck. You know, I'm sorry, but fuck Cody. <laughs> Cody Rhodes sucks. Like, really? So <laughs> so then we get a bunny promo, and I really wish they didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's just dumb. And you notice how, like, the whole, like, crazy chick thing is just not there at all. She's just standing still, talking to the camera. Yeah, she is not an actress. She She's it's bad. barely an English speaker. <laughs> oh and I think she was born when it was her first language. But she can barely speak it. Oh my god. So then we have Anna Jay and her random losers uh, arguing with each other. But, and then the men cut her off. Yeah. 
which does piss me off. Yeah. Yeah, but then at least you said enough. If I can't get it together, I don't want you at my match at Rampage. Yeah. So yeah. so now we go to Jade Cargill versus Layla Hirsch. Jade Cargill has, like, bad, like, Cinemax, like, Shannon Tweed making Sweet Love in the Rain music as her theme. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. And then, it's uh, horrible. And then, um, athletic 11-year-old, uh, Layla Hirsch comes out. Yes, yes. And I guess we learned that Layla beat Kylan King. Did she? I don't care. Yes, yes. <laughs> so. I, the first thing that I, like, my favorite thing about this match was that, that when... When Jade like pulled pulled Layla in, she went right into her cleavage. Oh no, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't pull her in. Layla went to do the intimidating face to face thing, but she's so short. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, That's she's funny. so short, she can't go face to face with Jade Cargill. Face to tits, and just put yeah, her face just went right into her boobs. I know that was funny. <laughs> I loved it. So Layla, yeah, Layla jumps on one eight hundred lawyer. Um, and, uh, puts her in a cross-arm breaker, and then Jade just turns it into a power bomb. And, uh, I mean, there were some neat little things in there, like Jade trying to put Layla on her shoulders, but it, mostly Layla. <laughs> really. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. It was all Layla. <laughs> yeah, Jade just kind of, look, I'm strong, but, you know, mostly this was, like, the world's most ath- athletic garden gnome showing us stuff. Yeah. yeah. I love though that like Jade Cargill when she went to like go and lift like when she went to go and kick Layla, she didn't even have to like lift her leg past yeah. like her waist. Well that's the thing. At one point Layla starts doing a German suplex to uh to Jade Cargill and I realized Jade Cargill had to pretty much squat in yeah. order for Jade in order for Layla Hirsch to do it because if like if she your her face would just be like right in your ass if like, yeah. she's so short. So, um, at one point, Layla does a moonsault that wouldn't have hit Jade anyway had Jade not moved. It was actually some really bad placement. It was bad placement. Yeah, and then she does Jaded for the win, and I just kept noticing some foul-smelling incel in the crowd shaking his head a little too hard. And I'm just like, yeah, I just, I don't know, just some dude in the crowd, and he looked gross. And I'm glad, yes. I, and I feel like I can smell them through the screen. So whoever you are, dude, you're you're gross. <laughs> we don't like you. You're yucky. Yeah. So we go to AEW Rampage, where we get the bunny versus Anna J. And I've come to realize the bunny's gimmick is, I'm a college girl, and I've had too many apple teenies, and now I'm crazy. Yeah. Like, that pretty much. She's like a poser punk kid. Yeah. 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 And so... And then Anna J comes out, and my whole thing was, I'm like, wow, let's see if Anna J got any better. And not only is this not a good match, but Chris Jericho is so bad at commentary. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho and Taz, and it's like four people, and it's a fucking nightmare. And yeah, it's horrible. I actually, I actually found myself going, you know what? I would rather listen to Josh Matthews and Madison Rain right now. Ew. Come on. I know, I know, I know. Think about it, though, wouldn't you? (laughs) Sadly. Yeah, I mean, they were awful, but this was the worst commentary I think I've ever heard. It was really bad. I just had to, like, I I did watch on mute a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. and and this match was everything about the AEW women's division that made us stop watching it a year ago. Mm -hmm. They've gotten so many better people since. 
Like, yeah. the bunny and Anna Jay and all them. And, like, I actually felt bad for Tay Conti and Penelope Ford that they had to be involved in this match. Yeah. Because both of them are a thousand times better than the bunny and Anna Jay. Yeah. And the fact that they're, they've stuck them in this feud is just, oh, my God. So And then they even, they giving Penelope the fucking, the brass knuckles. Yeah. Like, I was like, it's not necessary. Yeah. So she starts punching people out with brass knuckles, and Matt Hardy is shitting his pants on the outside or something. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. No, the, and nobody cares. The sooner we get out of that segment, the better, because I liked the next segment. Well, I liked Me it, too! I liked it when the commentators shut the fuck up. Yes. Like, I... Seriously, guys, quiet. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So we get Britt Baker and Ruby Soho having a promo against each other. This was so fun. Yeah, there were some low blows in this. <laughs> yeah, that was the best part. Yeah, even Britt starting, welcome to having some TV time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about why you're here, because it's not for me, and I don't think it's for this, or for them. And it's, it's or, I don't think it's for this, and it's not even for all of them. It's because it's for you, because you're still trying to figure out who the hell you are. It, it, you know, it, is, like, it is weird yeah. that she asked how many times Ruby had changed her name this year because the answer is one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she talks about she'll change her name, she'll get a tattoo, every color of the rainbow, she'll dye her hair, blah, blah, blah. Because you're desperately trying to fit in, whereas here everyone knows who I am. Yeah, and I love Ruby saying, I know exactly who I am. I just haven't had the freedom to prove it. Yeah, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Um, I, you know, of course they know who you are. You remind them every week. Because you're constantly having to, tr- like, shove it down their throats. Um, the DMD, yeah, they know. I loved that. I loved yeah. that. Yeah. And then she says yeah. you look like every other broad I've stepped across the ring from. Self-entitled, self-centered, and banging some dude in the back. I could not even handle that. That was awesome. Yeah. And then Britt with the fucking, to me, what was the craziest mark where she's like, you're lying to everybody. You're even lying to yourself. You have the audacity to call yourself the runaway. You didn't run away from anything, Ruby. You got fired. I, I could not believe. I wrote, wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Ruby says, you're not wrong. She's not wrong. I did. But it turns out it was the best damn thing to ever happen to me because it brought me right here to AEW to this moment where I'm standing in the ring looking into your eyes. And I love her being like, no, look at me, Britt. No, really, look at me. <laughs> Talk, like talking to her like a petulant child. Um, I love how she snaps at her too, mm-hmm. like right by her face. Um, see the woman you're messing. See the woman you're messing with. But I'm surprised you can see much of anything with your hard head so far up Tony Khan's ass. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, no, this was this was a segment that would have been like a ten. It was like a seven, only because the commentators, whenever, whoa, shut fuck, shut up, guys. Seriously, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yes. I know Chris Jericho loves the sound of his own fucking voice, but it's like, get him away from the goddamn mic. When, uh-huh. when I am actually saying Joth Matthews and Madison Rain are better than somebody. That's, you know you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, because they are literally, like, it's unlistenable. Yeah. Dino, uh, AW Rampage had its lowest rating ever this, this uh, Friday. Oh. And I, I 100% blame that. Because AEW's ratings are going up, and yet this one show, its ratings are going down rapidly. Wow. And I blame this on the fact that the commentary is so fucking bad. Yeah. Because what, what else is the reason for it? Right. Like, it, if, 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 it was a, if it was that AEW wasn't becoming popular, then all the ratings would be going down. 
Right. So why is this one show? You have to look at what's the difference on the show. It's not that it's an hour. It's not that it's on a Friday because SmackDown gets the highest ratings out of any wrestling show right now. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, and the fact that when CM Punk came up, they had ratings almost as high as Raw. Yeah. So to me, Chris Jericho is the factor. Chris Jericho and Taz, because you put them together, it is it is a, a nightmare, a fucking stew of garbage. Garbage stew. Jesus fucking Christ, guys. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. So finally, we go to the Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. With the main event versus, with Roxy versus Miranda Alizé. Yes. Live from, so they call it the, the City of Sisterly Love. Is that a real thing? Where were they? I don't know, but apparently it's a City of Sisterly Love. I have no, is it Pittsburgh? No, I, no, I have no fucking Because I know Philly's supposed to be the city of brotherly love, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. So, uh, we open with audio from a child's seventh grade book report. And then I realized, mm-hmm. oh no, that's actually just Roxy actually talking. <laughs> yeah, she's got this, the teeniest tiny, she's like, she reminds me of a cartoon hamster. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's really fun in the ring, but wow, I've never seen, like, I mean, she's 19, but 19, your voice is usually changed. Yeah, usually. Maybe your voice will be like that forever. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, and then on commentary, of course, they're joined by lascivious uh, Lenny Leonard, um, because yeah. we can't get enough Lenny, you know. Uh, I because I know when I watch a women's match, what I need is luxuriant Lenny Leonard to be doing the talking for me. Yes, well, Lenny Leonard, I don't know if you no, knew no, this, he's not. He's he... not. He's not just Lenny Leonard. He's Lord Lenny Leonard. Lord Lenny Leonard. I don't know if you knew this, but he is actually Roxy's seventh grade social studies teacher. <laughs> that's where they found her. <laughs> Ooh, that's where they found her. <laughs> her teacher left over Lenny Leonard. Oh, yes, um, or leathery Lenny Leonard. I like that one. <laughs> And then, then I look, also look in the ring, and I'm like, why is there a sentient Christmas tree there? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, that's Maria Kanellis. Um, so, yes. at this point, I'm really hoping this is a great match, because we got a lot of promos this week, and only one wrestling match. I know. So, before we start, I want to say that they did a tale of the tape, and they said uh-huh. Roxy is listed as being 5'9", yeah. and Miranda Alizé as 5'10". Mm-hmm. I sent you a Miranda Alizé when she wrestled Rhea Ripley. Yes. She is at Rhea Ripley's boobs. <laughs> yes. So did Rhea Ripley, if, if Miranda Alizé is 5'10", <laughs> is Rhea Ripley suddenly a 7 foot tall giant? Yes, you didn't know that? Is the referee 7 foot 6? <laughs> because... Yeah. Or the fact I was that, like, there's no way that these women are that tall. Fact, Why would you lie about or it? Or the fact that their chins are at the are distance, at the same distance as the top turnbuckle. Yeah. And those are about four feet tall. Yeah. So. That's bad. So, you know, I looked it up, and they're both 5'1". What? Yes, they're both 5'1". And I'm like, why do you guys feel the need to lie about their height? Just admit they're 5'1". That doesn't make them bad wrestlers. Oh, my God. You know, like, Jesus Christ, man. You know. 
Also, that's really upsetting. Also, we had lubricated Lenny Leonard uh, at one point talking <laughs> about how he was on uh, Beyond the Bells, and I'm like, uh, no, Lenny, you weren't on our show. Don't don't mention that. Stop trying to glom off our fame, okay? Lenny? I know, I'm pissed, and but I kept thinking about you know damn well that when they were thinking about making, they wanted Beyond the Bell, but saw it was taken by yeah. like two idiots in New York. <laughs> yeah, who, who Maria does, who don't like Maria. I'm, yeah, you know, exactly. Because the fucking Christmas creature will get angry at us. The Christmas creature. <laughs> She's the Grinch. She might um, as well have worn fucking tinsel. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, exactly. I thought it was like a bad, like, um, like a bad, like, what is that called? Not a drag show, but you know what I'm talking. <laughs> Cabaret or whatever. Yeah, that's what it was, but it was Christmas themed. You know. Um, but yeah, and then how they were like, well, you know, people took beyond the bell. Why don't we just put an S at the end? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, well, that's why we're Ring of Honors. <laughs> yeah, we are Rings of Honor. <laughs> rings of Honor. Yes. So anyway, um, and also they focus on, at one point, the the audience are cheering for people. Because um, they did some, like, little, you know, nice little things at the beginning. And on these three fucking losers on commentary. And I'm like, I know, that was horrible. Show us the fucking match. No one wants to watch lang- languid fucking Lenny Leonard and whoever the fuck these other two assholes are. Yeah. You know. They kept saying one of the other commentators' names and I just kept forgetting it because I didn't care. Was it CM Punk? It was CM Punk. No, CM Punk was not there. CM Punk works for AEW. Oh, okay. Yeah. The only the only commentator whole name I knew was lackadaisical, lackadaisical uh, Lenny, Len- Lenny Leonard. So, you know. Anyway, <laughs> so we uh but you know what? This is a, this was a good match. It was a great match. Yeah, I I was really I was, you know what? We've been hard on on the uh the Ring of Honor women's uh tournament, but there were some But I feel like yeah, the last the the final two were the most deserving. This was my favorite match I've seen on Ring of Honor. Oh, definitely. Like hands down. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to you know if if this was a regular week, if it wasn't just like one of the only like re- matches of the week that happened, I would have still probably given this my match of the week. Uh huh. Yeah. You know the- this was great. Yeah. Miranda Elise had like a lot of like fired up moves, and Roxy just like you know she's really fucking talented. Yeah. Like if you haven't seen it, you should go. I don't know how people watch it. But watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that, like, re- I mean, the, the chops that Miranda was doing to Roxy's chest were fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a, one point where um, Roxy is in the corner, and uh, mm-hmm. Miranda does this missile dropkick, and it had such cool hang time. Like, mm-hmm. she was in the air for, like, one, two like, before she hit her in the face. It was something out of, like, Tekken or some shit. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fucking nice. Um... You know, and I love at one point uh, Miranda doing the Let's Go Roxy chant when she... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I also, I love Roxy's little curtsy. When yeah. She does, like, like, she's like, I'm cute, but yeah. look at what I just did. Yeah, because <laughs> at one point, like, any time that um, Miranda would try to do a head scissors... Roxy would do like a cartwheel out of it and it would and then her little bow and that was really fun. And then when yeah. Randy just punches her in the fucking face when she does I that. Know, it was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, no, both of them were great. Um They were great. Yeah. Um, you know, and one point um 
you know, Miranda, uh, Roxy goes for a move and Miranda just knocks her off the ropes and does a really nice face lock uh, DDT for two. And then, I like how Roxy gets out of the Miranda rights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By yeah. the way, once again, about the fucking commentary, the it was not the you have a right to that was not a funny comedy routine. No, I don't know who it was. It was it was not, um, you know, fucking Lenny doing that. It was one, the, the other dude, but he did it twice and it was not funny. No, it wasn't funny. It was like, oh, they didn't laugh the first time. I'm going to try again. <laughs> yeah, like it was fucking awful. Um, but Miranda, yeah, I mean, it was a really, like, I have in big bold letters, stop that. Stop your awful Miranda writes joke. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. And, um, and it was also interesting, too, that um, Roxy won with kind of a, with a code red instead of uh, either of her, her normal finishers. Uh, yeah. Fujiwara armbar. Because I like that, because it actually, it makes Miranda look good that she knew to avoid the Fujiwara armbar. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and the only, literally my only critique of this is that Roxy did a weird adjustment when doing a dive. Um, I don't know if you saw, but she, I guess may, it might be her height. Mm-hmm. It might be whatever, but she doesn't know how to position herself to go through the ropes. Right. And she was running and she at the last second grabbed the ropes and pushed herself. Yeah. Instead of diving through. Yeah, I saw that. And I think it might be because the fact might be her height or maybe she she just doesn't know how to do it. She's five nine, Charles. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's totally two inches shorter than us. <laughs> yes. But and then Miranda did a smoother dive. I I like even the double count out spot. Oh yeah, me too. Like that was some nice that was some nice drama there. Yeah, that was great. This was a wonderful match. Yeah, no, I was uh I, I was I was really happy with this match, even though the fucking commentary But you know what mm-hmm. though? The commentary was still the best commentary I've ever heard compared to fucking AW Rampage. Yeah, that's true. You know, if 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 you as much as I give shit you know, to fucking mm-hmm. uh, Lenny, I would take him over Chris Jericho as a commentary, a million... Fu- I would take him, yeah, Josh so Matthews, bad. and Madison Rain over over that, that disaster that was the AW fucking Rampage commentary team. I'm with you. Yeah. So, you know, and Roxy wins the title. She is now the uh, Ring of Honor Women's uh, Champion. And she's just so happy, and she's crying, and her family's so happy, and they go up and they hug her in the ring. It was awesome. Did I give her Wrestler of the Week last week? Yeah, you did. Then that means she is our first uh, person to ever get it two weeks in a row. Yay! Good for you, lady. Yeah, because I'm definitely giving it to Roxy, and I'm... yeah. uh, um, and this was match of the week, and she was my wrestler of the week. Mm-hmm. She totally deserves yeah, it. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So that was the week in women's wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Hooray. So fun. Thank you for coming with us on this journey. Yes. Yes. If yeah. we have to listen to Chris Jericho, so do you. Uh, so. <laughs> and I don't know if you notice how many, uh, you know, uh, well, I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to pull the curtain behind Oz. Um, so uh, where can people find you, Chelsea? You can find me at Chelsea.Lesage, L-E-S-A-G-E, on Instagram. Where can they find you, Charles? Uh, not on commentary. Anyway. Uh, Sadly. Yes, exactly. I'd be so much not yet. better Dare fucking to dream. commentary than them. Uh uh, Charles.D.Lincoln at I, Instagram. I forgot what IG stood for for a second. 
<laughs> on IG. Oh, and um, you can find us together on the IG and the Facebook and the YouTube at Seal Squared Productions. Yes. And you can also find Beyond the Bell on the Twitter at Beyond Z as in zebra and Bell, B-E-L-L-E. And finally, uh, once again, just want to remind you, we have, uh, as we record this, we have 10 days left uh, mm-hmm. on our Indiegogo campaign. IGG, Please donate. Mm-hmm. IGG.me slash AT slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. And uh, by the way, Chris Jericho, if you want to contribute, I will, I will call you a great commentator. If you want to contribute. Yeah, right. To- Give us, give us, uh, you know, two thousand dollars, and I will say that you are a great commentator. Exactly. Yeah. So we are easily bribed. Um, we are. Yeah, we are. We are amoral uh, monsters. So, yes. Eddie, <laughs> I want to thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Please donate. You got ten days, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. If you like our show, please take the time to make a donation and uh, show us you appreciate us. Yes, and uh, we appreciate you. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. And, and uh, whoa, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your money. <laughs> well, this took a turn. Um, I, I was just about to make a joke about putting a, a present under Maria Canellis, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, people, and Maria, if you want to contribute, we will totally. <laughs> we'll say you're the most beautiful Christmas tree. <laughs> yes, we will exactly. We, we will compare you to the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. And, yes, um, we will. Yes, favorably. 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 Compare You're you better to. than the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, Miranda. You just, or wait, what's her name? Maria. Um, yeah, uh, we exactly. love you. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, peoples, we want to thank you uh, thank for listening you. to us and tune in next week. Um, I don't know if Extreme Rules is next week. It happens yeah, eventually. Yeah, I'm like, they don't say. Yeah, yeah. it's happening. It's, 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 it's happening eventually. So anyway, people, want to thank you very much and uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Toodles. Toodles.